the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord and welcome to the program. You're listening to the Christian Hour and I'm your host Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour taking your calls and talking about the Bible. And of course, as always, we are a live program. We are live here in studio ready to take your calls, ready to speak with you on the phone, pray for your prayer requests, pray for your needs, pray for the needs of your family, your loved ones. So if anybody needs prayer, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you can call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. And speaking of prayer, I want to open the program with prayer. So would you pray with me? Would you pray for me? Hour that the Lord would use this next hour, that He would reveal His power and His ability, His strength, His glory, that He would reveal His 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 desire to to heal, that there would be miracles, signs and wonders. Father, I just thank you and praise you, Lord, for this next hour. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you give us every week. That we would come before you, Lord, in praise and in worship, Lord, with, with a thankful heart. I thank you, Lord, that you allow us to come and pray and seek you on behalf of, of, of the community, of your family, of your children, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that people are able to call in tonight and pray and seek you and find you because you said in your word, Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen, that when you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. We're seeking tonight, Lord. We're seeking on behalf of our families. We're seeking on behalf of our churches and our ministries, Lord. Lord, that your power, that your strength, that your glory would be seen, that your power would be known, that your love, Lord, would be shared. So I pray for this next hour, Lord, that your perfect will would be accomplished, Lord, and that everyone listening, Lord, would be blessed and have an encounter with you tonight, Lord. Holy Spirit, take control. In Jesus' name, have your way. Amen. Amen. Again, again, we are here in studio tonight. We want to pray with you. We want to pray for you. We want to just deal with whatever you're dealing with tonight, whether it's questions or a topic. Call in tonight. The number is one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on your calls. If you have a a question, 
if you have something you want to ask about the about Christianity, about uh, church history, about theology, whatever is on your mind tonight, let's seek the answer to your question in the in the Word of God in the Bible. And if you're seeking the Lord for prayer, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, and we're going to pray for some prayer requests in just a few minutes. Uh, there's a lot of things going on this week, and I want to lift them up before the Lord for for God's blessing, for God's healing. And if you need healing, if you know somebody who needs healing, if you want prayer, call in tonight. We want to pray with you. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for the live on-the-air calls. And uh, like I said, there's a lot of things going on this week. Uh, we want to mention, of course, our Friday night meetings. If uh if you want to get together, if you have a desire to worship, that's what we desire to do. We want to worship. We have a Friday night worship and prayer meeting in Arcadia. So if you're in the area and you want to just come and worship with us, we invite you to come and worship on Friday nights at 8 o'clock. And the address is 805 North 1st Avenue. If you have a desire to worship, if you just want to be before the Lord and just seek his presence and seek, you know, just, just, just to seek an experience with God. We want to come together to worship, to praise, to to pray and seek the Lord. Just to 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 And that's what I think is on the hearts of so many. That's I think what's lacking in a lot of churches is worship. True spiritual worship. Just to be before the Lord and to pour out our life, to pour out our heart, to lift up our praise, to lift up our worship. So come and worship with us on Friday nights if you have a desire to worship. If you want to be a part of a prayer meeting, come over. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue in Arcadia. It's easy to get to. Just take the the, uh, 210 freeway into Arcadia area. Get off at Santa Anita. Go north one block to Foothill Boulevard. Make a right. Go another block to 1st Avenue. And you'll see us about halfway down the street. You'll see us on the corner of Forest and 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia, Friday nights at 8 o'clock. If you're looking for a church for Sunday morning worship, we invite you to the Hills Church uh, Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Pastor Walter Hoffman is a pastor at the Hills Church where I attend, and we invite you 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings, 805 North 1st Avenue. Also, this weekend has been the weekend of the Harvest Crusade. Uh, We are a part of the Harvest Crusade. We'll be there tomorrow night. So uh, if you've been there on Friday, if you were there on the, today, tonight, uh, we'd love to hear from you and, and hear how it went. Uh, I've been in touch with some people that have been there, and I hear it's been an awesome uh, event, and I'm looking forward to being there tomorrow night. So uh, let's hear a, 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 a promotion from Pastor Gary, uh, I'm sorry, Greg Laurie. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll listen to this and hear, hear about this and then talk about it a little more. I think we're going to hear a promotion from... Pastor Greg Laurie has an important question. Are you trying to find happiness and all the stuff this world offers? How's that worked out for you? All my life, I've struggled with things that I've dealt with in my past. I was starting to lose my family. Find the peace of God. Stop running from Him and instead start running to Him. Come to the Harvest Crusades with Pastor Greg Laurie, August 26 to 28 at Angel Stadium of Anaheim. Details at SoCal.Harvest.org. And it's important, 
Pastor Greg has an important message, a message that he needs to share with everybody. And if you want, get out to uh, Angel Stadium uh, tomorrow. Uh, the the gates open at five, and the uh, the event starts at seven. Find a non-believing friend, a non-believing neighbor. Find somebody and bring them to the Harvest Crusade. So be there tomorrow, tomorrow night. Start well, tomorrow afternoon, starting at five. The gates open, and the 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 program starts at seven. Uh, another thing I want to, to mention before we go to some calls is our podcast. Uh, you're up right now. You're listening to the program. God bless you for staying up and listening. But if you have friends or relatives that want to listen, they can go to uh, kkla.com and look for us on the podcast. And this, this program will be up by uh, tomorrow or Monday at the latest. But there's also previous broadcasts that are on there, and you can listen to our programs at kkla.com, and then look for the podcast page, and you'll see us, the Gypsy Christian Hour. So tell a friend, tell a relative, let them know that they can listen to the programs now on podcast. Um, Let's go to our callers. We've got a bunch of calls waiting online. God bless you all for waiting, David and Elizabeth and Grace and Joseph and everybody. Uh, We're going to be taking your calls right now and if you if anybody else wants to call in tonight please be patient and uh if you, if the line is busy keep calling the number is 1-888-995-5552 that's for your prayer requests your questions your topics whatever you want to talk about call in tonight the number is 1-888-995-5552 let's go to our first call and talk to david Hi, David. You're on the air. How can we help hi, you tonight? Hi, Sam. How are you doing? We're doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, I have a question. Uh, the Bible says that the gospel will be preached in the whole world for a witness, and then the end shall come. Well, for uh-huh. me, that seems like the the gospel preached the whole world for a witness in the tribulation by the 144,000 Jewish evangelists mm-hmm. and the two witnesses, and then the end will come when Christ returns from heaven to fight in Armageddon with those uh, 10,000 times 10,000, thousands and thousands of his angels and saints. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, he destroys the beast and the prof, false prophet. He throws him in the lake of fire, and the devil's bound in the bottomless pit for the thousand years. And uh, then he said, of course, they, then he sets up his, his millennial kingdom here on earth. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm saying all that is because the, the rapture can happen anytime, right? It can happen like a thief in the night. Well, here's the thing. There's nothing that I see or that many many uh, teachers see, anything that needs to happen or has to happen before Christ can return. Before the rapture happens. Before the rapture or for, the for the rapture to happen. The rapture can happen at any time. That's what I was trying to understand. Yeah. yeah. Christ, Christ's return is based on many other things happening. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the temple must, we, we see the temple needs to be built. The, the, final, the, 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 the Antichrist needs to be revealed. Uh, the witnesses, we need to see the two witnesses. There's so many things that happen. 144,000. The 144,000. There's so many things that happen in the book of Revelation. And then Christ's return, uh, the battle of Armageddon. Christ returns at the battle of Armageddon. That's right. But, for the rapture to happen, for the church to be taken off of this earth, we don't see anything that needs to happen. There's no other prophecies left to be fulfilled. Right. And the thing is that that uh, when uh, the, the scripture you're talking about um, is, is in uh, uh, Matthew, the uh, 24th chapter, says, The gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world, in the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come. When the gospel is preached, 
to all the nations, when the gospel has been preached to all nations, when everybody has heard the gospel that needs to hear the gospel, when everybody has an opportunity to hear the gospel, we know that when that last person receives Christ, who will receive Christ, that Jesus will return for the church. No Bible prophecy has to be fulfilled or needs to be fulfilled for that to happen because... Because what's happening now is the, the, the gospel is being preached with technology and with, 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 with all the, the, the tools that we have. Exactly. I mean, with just, with the, just this radio station tonight, this radio program is being broadcast to all of Southern California and through the Internet, the, the entire world. You know, wow. and people are, have the opportunity to hear the gospel tonight right from this microphone, from me and you talking. We, we talk about Christ coming and taking the church for the, ra- for the right. rapture. We talk about the good news of Jesus Christ, how he s- came and sacrificed his life on the cross to save the world, to give grace and mercy. Grace upon grace, the Bible tells us. Yeah. He came filled with grace and truth. You know, so many thousands of people are, are listening right now. And potentially millions could be listening. Who knows? Because tonight we're preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're preaching the love of Jesus Christ. We're preaching grace and mercy to those who will seek God. You know, we mentioned that that, uh, uh, Jeremiah 29, 13 says, And you will find me when you search for me with all of your heart. And we're, we're, we're calling everyone to come and search for God because he's not, he's not far to be found. He's near and can be found if you will seek him. So, like you said, uh, David, there's nothing that needs to happen. You know, Christ, the, 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 the coming of Christ, the rapture of the church is imminent. It's at hand. It's right here. It can happen at any time. Amen. Amen. Well, okay, God bless thanks, you. Thanks God. for your question, David. Thank you very much. Good night. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Well, I had a question about the Reformation because you hear about Martin Luther, when he, you know, what he did with, uh, put it on the door. But yep. what were we under before the Protestant and Reformation, before he did that? Well, before, were we, uh, what sure. were we under? Well, before that, there was only one church. There was the Roman Catholic Church. And everything, uh, all of the teaching, all of the... The, the, the regulations, the rules, whatever uh, Christians lived under was under the Holy Roman Catholic Church, the Pope. Uh, they were the, you know, the, the word Catholic means universal. And uh, the Holy, you know, the, the universal church, we were the universal church. There was just one church in, in, in all the world, and it was based in Rome, and the leader of that was, was, was the Pope. So when... Well, how uh, long was that? Well, that was... You know, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Uh, the, the, the Roman Church, the Holy Roman Church, was, was, was set up uh, under, the, the, uh, under Constantine. That's when uh, Christianity was kind of legalized. It, we, it wasn't persecuted anymore, but he made it uh, acceptable to be, you know, it was legalized that they wouldn't be under persecution anymore. So I think it, was, uh, it, it actually began then under Constantine. Uh, I don't know when the first uh, quote-unquote pope was elected to the to to the papacy, uh, but it was it was for hundreds of years. Uh, 
Uh, it was probably, I would say, I'm not sure, but probably in the 7th or 8th century, I'm not sure, uh, when Constantine uh, came to power and legalized Christianity and all that. But, that's but, a good but the Christians, did they believe correctly? Even some of them under that. Well, yeah, in the through the through the Bible when the Bible was taught and as the Bible was written, I mean, the, we had the apostles and then we had the early church fathers of of uh, 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 Augustine and the uh, other church early church fathers who taught uh, the the gospel, who preached the gospel. But things kind of got messed up, you know, by the uh, by the the. the the 1500s, things were really messed up, and and uh, Martin, there were a lot of Reformation teachers at the time, and Martin Luther was one of them, and he nailed his 95 theses to the door of the Wickenburg Church and started the whole Protestant movement. And that was what, when Protestants started. That was the, that, that's when the, the Protestant movement of the Reformation really got started under the persecution, you know, when, when Martin Luther was persecuted by the Roman Church. Okay. But before that, it was all Catholicism? It was all under the Roman Catholic Church, I believe. I see. Okay. Thank all right. You. Thank you. God bless. You know, that's the same, and, and something I didn't mention, it was the, the split between the, 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 the Western Orthodox and Eastern Orthodox, when the, the split with the, with the Russian Orthodox Church, uh, the Eastern Orthodox Church. So that also happened uh, during the during that same time, let's go to the next caller and let's talk to Grace. Hi, Grace, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Uh, yes, uh, I like to uh, have a prayer request. Okay. And um, I um, I've been asking when anybody asks for a prayer request, I, I give it because I have a um, lawsuit that's coming up, and um, I had a um, some apartments in Texas, mm-hmm. and and I um, I was starting a minister, a, a apartment ministry there, and everything was going fine with my church. We were getting a um, a children's ministry started in my my apartment, and then I had a fire, and turns out that um, I didn't have uh, any fire insurance or I mean uh, any home insurance on the on the apartment. Mm-hmm. And I lost my um, my apartments because of you know if, if things happened after that, I couldn't afford to re- do the repairs. Anyway, I have a lawsuit um, with the um, with the insurance company that like I said that I didn't. I mean, my broker did not buy did not get me insurance, and I'm I'm suing the uh, the insurance company right now. Mm-hmm. And I just pray f- I'm, I, my uh, my lawsuit doesn't um, this doesn't go to court until Monday tomorrow, mm-hmm. and uh, I just pray for uh, favorable uh, monetary you know, restoration. Well, let's pray right now, Grace. Father, you know every circumstance and every situation. You see what's going on with Grace, Lord. You see the the desire of her heart, Lord, the intent of her heart, Lord, and she desires to do good. She desires to do well, Father. And she's looking to restore and, 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 and rebuild those apartments, Lord, or, or to, to have a, a favorable outcome that she would be able to do what she needs to do, Lord. So I just pray, Father, that your hand would be upon this lawsuit, Father, and that there would be a favorable outcome, Lord, a fair and just outcome, Lord, that you would deal justice and that you would deal fairly, Lord, that you would give grace favor in the court, Lord, that they would see her plight, Lord, that they would see, Lord, her, what happened and that 
truth would come out and that things would be done according to your will. So we pray for your perfect will to be accomplished in this lawsuit, Father. And we just thank you, Lord, that we depend on you. And whatever the outcome, Lord, we give you honor and glory. And we thank you, Lord, for the provision of your grace and your favor, your your love and your mercy, Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, Grace. Thank you. Well, we want to pray for some prayer requests, and especially we want to pray for uh, some upcoming surgeries. Uh, John Jace will be going for a surgery uh, next week, and also uh, Andrew Johnson will be going for a surgery. So, Father, we just come before you, Lord, and we bring John before you, Lord. We pray, Lord, that your hand would be upon him, Lord, that you would calm his heart, Lord, that you would relieve him from fear, Lord, that he would go forth in, 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 in assurance, Lord, that you're with him, that you strengthen him, that you empower him, that you heal him, Lord. Heal him in the surgery, through the surgery, Lord. Heal him through signs and wonders, miracles, Lord, that he wouldn't even need the surgery. But, Lord, if it is your will that he go through with the surgery, Lord, that it would be done, Lord, perfectly, completely, and totally according to your will. So we pray for John Jace, Lord. And we pray for Andrew, Mokodad. Lord, that you would heal his ankle, that you would heal his foot, but they need to repair, that they would repair, Lord, that it would be repaired according to your purpose and your plan for him, Lord, that all would go well in the surgery, Lord. And Lord, we pray for, for Yeso Mugodot, and we pray for Mark Mitchell and Debbie, Jimmy and Nancy's. We pray for Miller, Marco and Larry and Mary and Barbara and Rita, Nancy and Donna, for, for, for Sister Patricia and Pastor Steve Johnson, Pastor Savka, for Liska Johnson and for Rosie, for, for Chunga and Yanko and Cookie and her family, Bogodot. We pray for Bobby Evans and Jimmy Nicholas. We pray for Johnny and Tuli, Natalie Grace, Pastor Jojo. We pray for, for Anthony Martin, Lord, and Toby and Lisa, Ava in Portland, Diane, Josie Christensen. We pray for Aaron, Bogodot, and Joey, Lord, that your, that your healing would be upon them. We pray for Eric Mitlow, Lord. We pray for Michael Mitchell and Roly B and Sean and Denise. We pray for Wally Mulder for healing from cancer. We pray for Nancy, Lord, and, and Wally, that they would be healed from the accident, Lord. We pray for Matilda and family, for Nala, for Renee in France, Lord, that, for recovery, Lord, that you would heal him from the stroke, Lord. We pray for Duyo and Phoenix, for Jimmy Argentino Mugodel, for Tony and Peter Nicholas, for Pastor Lawrence, for Jeremiah, Ronnie and Sally, for Eddie and Nina, for Harry and Sandra, we pray for Frankie in Portland, for Beaver and Lisa, for Baby Raphael, for Shaggy and family, for John Dimitro and family, for Amanda, for Steve Yovano, for Teddy Nicholas, for Angie and Sally and Keka. We thank you, Lord, for every answer to every prayer. We know that we can have this confidence before you, Lord, that when we ask according to your will, we know that you hear us, and when you hear us, Lord, we know that we have our requests. We have the requests that we put before you, Lord. Lord, we can we can go forward and strengthen and power, fearless, Lord, trusting and knowing that an awesome and mighty God has our life in his hands and that you do according to your will, Lord, and your will is for grace and for mercy, to do well, to, to provide a hope and a welfare. I thank you, Lord, for your plans and for your desires. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, for the answer to each and every one of these prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you have a prayer request, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. If you have a question 
that you want to ask about the Bible, about Christianity, call in tonight. I don't have the answers. I don't know the answer to your question, but the answer to your question is in the Bible. We can seek the Lord's word. We can seek God's word for the answer to your question, whether it's on theology, whether it's on world his, uh, Christi- uh, church history, world religions, whatever, the cults, the occult, call in tonight. Call in tonight and we'll seek the answer to your question. We'll seek the Lord for your prayer request. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on your calls. If you have a prayer request, something you want to bring before the Lord, if you know somebody who needs prayer, let's bring them before the Lord and just stand in the gap. If you have a question, call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. We're gonna go back to the phone lines and talk to Joseph. Hey Joseph, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi Joseph, you there? Well, let's put Joseph on hold, and we'll see if we can get Joseph back on the line, see if he's available. Uh, Before that, let's go to line one and talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hey, Sammy, how you doing tonight? Doing okay. How can we pray for you tonight, Jeremiah? Yes, I have a question. Hold on a minute. I want to ask you something. Okay. um, Okay, I want to ask you a question. Why does bad things happen to good people? I'm just curious, you know what I mean? Why does why does Christians suffer, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just want to know. Well, you know, God didn't create the world uh, for suffering. He created the world perfect. And, you know, when, uh, when Adam sinned, when Adam and Eve fell in the garden, they brought a curse onto the world. And, and God said, because you have done this, because they disobeyed God, that now the ground would be cursed. And besides uh, 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 good things coming up out of the ground, there would also be thorns and thistles. You know, God told uh, Adam and Eve not to eat from the, from the tree, for if you eat from, the tr- from that tree, if you disobey me and eat from that tree, on that day you will die. So death, was, well, death sin and death was brought into the world also. So, you know, suffering now is a part of this life because of man's fallenness, because of man's sin. And, you know, you said, and, 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 and uh, the, the phrase you used, I love that phrase, why does bad things happen to good people? Well, who's good? Which one of us are good, Jeremiah? Which oh, none one? Of none of us are good. It says that the Bible says that, that, that there are none righteous, not one, that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Yes, so we're, none of us are good. I you know, okay. But I, I know I understand what you're saying, but th- I'm just trying to show you that none of yeah, us are I good. I understand, but you know what? I'm just saying, kind of Adam and Eve and everybody, because everybody, no, there's a lot of sin in the world, you know what I mean? Right, because of, be because of the fallenness of this world, bad things happen. You know, God didn't create the world like this. He created the world, the world perfectly, yeah, and the, I and the word, the world was perfect. You know, also, and bad things this didn't happen. I can't understand. Okay, this is what I can. Like, uh-huh. it's not fair. You know what I mean? You're born in this world. You raise grandkids. You have uh-huh. you know all, and then after that, then you gotta die. I don't even understand that. Like, like, okay, why does the good die? Why does the good ones die, die young? You uh-huh. know what I mean, I understand. And I hear you, and this is a this is a very good question. It's a very good topic, 
you know, it's a great question, and this happened. You know, the the the, the subject. No matter what, you know, no matter what, mm-hmm. no matter what, you still got to phase that. You no matter if you're right. 100, 120, you know but, what I mean. No matter. But what. here's the grace and the mercy of God. Here, God did not create us to die; He created us eternal beings. He created us to live forever. Originally, He created us to live forever in this world with, with these human bodies. You know, the human body. You know, think about it. Adam lived to be over 900 years old. I mean, can you imagine that? Uh, can you imagine a human being living for 900 years? No. So, God, so God created the human body to live forever. But because of sin, death was brought into the world. And now we die. Our, these human bodies die. But our souls live forever. Our souls are still eternal, and we will live with God forever. And at the end time, when God judges the world, when Christ returns, we will be, it says in, in 1 Corinthians 15, we will, we will be perfected. The perishable will become imperishable. In other words, these mortal bodies will become immortal again. So we, we have that promise from God. We have that, 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 that extension of his grace, his love, his mercy, that expression of, of, of his grace, his love, and his restoration because we will be restored to where we were supposed to be from the beginning, how we were created from the beginning. So to answer your questions, bad things don't happen to good people because none of us are good. We are all fallen. We are, we're all sinful people. And the thing is, uh, the way God's grace is, the Bible tells us that he sends the rain to fall on the righteous and the unrighteous. So God is fair. You know, God does according to his will, and God is fair. The, the, the way the rain and the good happens to the righteous and the unrighteous, also the bad happens to the righteous and the unrighteous. Yes, we all, right. you know, everybody suffers in this world. Uh, Jeremiah. Nobody gets away. Even God suffered too. I know that. Well, Jesus came and he suffered on the cross. He suffered the the, the indescribable death of of, of, of crucifixion. Okay. Yeah. okay. I understand. I just wanted to get understandable. Okay, could you pray for me, Father? Yes, Father, we pray for Jeremiah. Most I just want and I thank you, Lord, for his for his inquiry, Lord, for his question, Lord, because it is a question, Lord, to, to be understood of your grace and your love and your mercy, Father. So we thank you, Lord, and we praise you, Lord, that we're able to come before you, Lord. You said, "Come and let us reason together, Lord." And we want to seek the answer to these questions. We want to seek, Lord, your answers, your truth, because. Because your truth is the only truth, and what you say is what's, what's most important, Lord. And your will for Jeremiah's life is most important, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you would pour out your blessing upon him, Lord, that your perfect will would be accomplished in his life, in every part of his life, Lord. Lord, that, that spiritually, Lord, he would be seeking you and finding you. That physically he would be in health, Lord. That you would provide, Lord, all of his needs, Lord, according to your riches and glory. We thank you, Father. We ask your blessing upon him, his mom, his family, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God God bless you, Jeremiah. Thanks for your question. Good night. Let's go back to the phone line, and we're going to talk to Liz. Hi, Liz. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Um, Yes, I'm calling because I'm having um, difficulty at night. Mm Mm-hmm. And, well, you know, I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. Uh Uh-huh. But I hear, like, strange noises at night. Uh-huh. You know, like on the walls, and I feel fear, but, yeah. you know, I love the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, let's pray. Mm-hmm. Father, 
I just pray for Liz right now, Lord. Whatever's going on, Lord, whatever noises she's hearing, Lord, whatever disturbances there are, Father, I just pray, Lord, that you, Lord, would would cause those 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 noises to disappear. Lord, I pray, Father, that you would cover her, Lord, with your grace and your mercy, with your strength and with your power. Lord, that your angels would come and minister to her, Lord, that you would protect her, Lord, through your guardian angels, Lord, that you would protect her through the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would fill her home, her room, Lord, Lord, that you would just comfort her, Lord, to know, Lord, that she is, that she is surrounded by your grace, your mercy, your strength, and your power, Lord, that there would be an army of angels, Lord, protecting her, Father. Lord, that you would, that you would uh, just free her of fear, Lord, Fear her of any fear, Lord. Let her know. Let her have the assurance that greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Lord, whatever's going on, if this is a spiritual attack, Lord, if this is, Lord, just her, her thoughts and her imagination, whatever's going on, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you'd free her from fear because you did not give us a spirit of fear, but you gave us a spirit of strength and of sound mind, Lord. You gave us a sound mind to think right, Lord, to have right thoughts, Lord, to know the truth. Lord, the truth is that you're with us, that you protect us, that nothing can come against us, Lord, that nothing can harm us, Lord, that we're in the palm of your hand. What can separate us from your love? What can separate us, Lord, from from your grace, your love, and your mercy, Father? So I just pray, Lord, I pray for Liz, Father, that you would just, just, just give her that assurance, Lord, of your protection, of your grace, and your mercy, Father. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. God bless you, Liz. Thank you. Good night. Good night. You know, and if uh, if Liz is still listening, you know, there's so many scriptures in the Bible that tells us that that that, that God is with us, that that God cares for us, that God protects us. You know, I think of of, of Romans, uh, the eighth chapter, uh, that says. Uh, Look at this. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not spare his own son but delivered him over for us, how will he not also with him freely give us all things? Who will bring a charge against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is he who died. Yes, rather, who was raised who is the, at the right hand of God and also intercedes for us? Who will separate it? Here's the thing. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Just as it is written, for your sake we are being put to death all day long. We are considered as sheep to the, to the, to, to, to the slaughtered. But all these things are overwhelming. But in all these things we are overwhelmingly conquered through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, and I hope, I hope Liz is still listening, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So Liz, God loves you. And God is in control of your life, and God is taking care of you, and God is close to you. He's near you, and he's protecting you. So we pray God's blessing upon you for tonight, and that you wouldn't hear those noises, that you'd get a sound, that you'd go to sleep and sleep through the night soundly, comforted in his love.
ministered to by his holy angels. So God bless you, Liz. And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you can call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you'd like to talk about Christianity, if you have a question about Christianity, about religion, about uh, theology, whatever is on your mind tonight, you can call in. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on your calls. Well, you know, our topic tonight is uh, what are we holding on to? And you know, we're all holding on to stuff. We're all dealing with stuff. And I was thinking this week and just praying and seeking the Lord. And you know, everybody thinks that they've got it. Everybody thinks they understand uh, the Bible. Everybody who preaches and teaches, you know, everybody thinks that they that they that they understand or that they get it. But do we really get it? Do we really understand what Scripture is saying to us? You know, I was reading in John fourteen six and he says, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And, you know, it's important because Jesus did not say that he's a truth. He said he is the truth. He is the truth. In order to get it, we got to get the truth. We got to get with Jesus. We got to get with the Word of God. We got to get with what the Bible is teaching, what the Bible is saying, because there is no other way. There is no other truth. There is no other life. There is Christ. There is Christ, because he said the words. He made the statement, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. He didn't say, I am a way, because if he would have said, I am a way, then he would have been just one of many different ways of coming to the Father, of of being saved or, or having eternal life. He didn't say, I am a way. He said, I am the way. He didn't say, I am a truth, because, you know, you could say, you know, people who believe in, in relativism, you know, well, uh, what you believe is good for you, what I believe is good for me, and we're, it's all the same as long as you just believe and have faith. Well, that's not true. You know, Jesus didn't say just believe what you want, do it the way you want. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. The only way to heaven, the only way to eternal life, is the way of our Savior, Jesus Christ. It's through Jesus. You know, but the point is tonight that there are many Christians that think that we can do things our own way and still make it to heaven. I mean, really, can I think that? Can I think that I can make my own way, that I can make my own way through this life, that I can hold my own standards, my own principles, my own morals? Do I really think that I can do it my own way and still get to heaven? You know, I can I do things my own way? Can we live by our own ways and still go to heaven? You know, that's the question that, that I was pondering this, this week. Can I live my life the way I want to live it, do my own thing, and still go to heaven. Are there, and listen to this, 
are there rules to living the Christian life? Now, I know I just said a dirty word. I said the word rules. Are there rules to living the Christian life? Are there rules? You know, you look at the the Bible, you look at the New Testament, and the first four books of the New Testament is the Gospel of Jesus Christ, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And it gives us the life from four different perspectives of Christ and the miracles and the signs and the wonders and his death and his resurrection and all of the, all that Christ did to save us from our sins. And then you have the book of Acts, which gives us the history or the beginning of the early church. But then after that, from the book of Acts on, you have the epistles that were given to us from Paul, the epistles from Peter, from John. You have the, 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 the epistle written to Hebrews and such. All the way up to Revelation, which is a book of prophecy. But between John and Revelation, it's all epistles. It's all direction. It's all God's instruction to how, how to live our life. All the doctrine that we get today, all the quote-unquote, rules and regulations that we have for living the Christian life come from the Bible. Every epistle tells us, gives us instructions on how we are to live our life, how we are to go forward in this relationship with God. All of the the epistles give us uh, the basis for our relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So are there rules for living the Christian life? And if there are rules, they're not my rules. They're not anybody's rules. They're God's rules. They're what God says in his word. So according to that, what do you think is going to happen at our death or at the rapture? You know, are we dealing with our stuff here on earth? Are we dealing with the things we need to deal with? Are we living according to God's ways here on earth? Are we living according to God's rules here on earth? Or are we waiting to be made perfect? You know, Are you waiting to be made perfect at the rapture or when you die? Or are you allowing God to perfect you, to sanctify you, to do what he wants to do in your life here on earth? You know, Are you living your life the way you want to live it? Or are you dealing with your stuff? Are you dealing with the things that God wants you to deal with here on earth? Are we living according to God's rules? Are we living according to God's word? Are we walking in a manner worthy of the calling that we've been called? We have been called to a life with Jesus Christ. We have been called to a life with a living and merciful and awesome and mighty God. We have been called out of the world and into the light. We have been called. Are we walking according to the calling that we've been called to? You know, what are the things that we're holding on to that we don't want to deal with? What are the things that, 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 that are going on in our life? What are the things we're holding on to that are a problem for us here in this life? What do you need to deal with? What do I need to deal with? What do we need to deal with as Christians here on earth while we're living in this life? What are the things that are holding on to that we're holding on to and what is holding on to us? What's going on in our life? Are we dealing with the stuff we need to deal with? 
And we're going to go on with that in just a second. Let's take a couple of calls for prayer requests. Let's talk to uh, Nelia. I think that's the, I think, I hope I got her name right. Hello, how can we help you tonight? Hi, um, you know, I'm calling in and you just spoke directly to me. God is amazing. Um, I am dealing with something. Hello? God strengthens me. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. You're dealing with something? Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm a believer. I was born Christian and then I kind of backslid. And Mm -hmm. then for the past year now, I've been trying really hard to change my life around and leave my secular lifestyle behind. Right. Um, and I feel like God has done immaculate work in me this far, but um, I've just been feeling kind of weak the last uh, couple of days, and I just need, like, really just prayer to help, to, you know, to pray, someone to pray for me, that God strengthens me in this to fight the temptations that um, the enemy definitely puts in my way. Well, this is a divine appointment. Nelia, is that your name, Nelia? Correct. All right. Well, Nelia, this is, like you said, this is, is amazing that you would be going through this and then call in, and I'm talking about this just before yeah. you, 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 you get on the line. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, for divine appointments. I thank you, Lord, that, yes. you, that you spoke to Nelia, and you, 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 you put her upon her heart to call in tonight and just to seek you in prayer. Father, you are awesome. Yes. You are yes. mighty. Yes. You are glorious, and you are to be praised and worshipped, Lord, because you show us, Lord, and you confirm to us, Lord, that you're so in touch with what we're going through, Lord. You're so in touch with what we're going through each and every day, Lord. And, you know, Lord, you're so concerned in our life. You're so concerned... You know, I think of the the, the description that says, Who is man, O Lord, that you should take notice of us, Lord? But you noticed us, and you noticed Nalia. Nelia, and Lord, you had compassion and you had mercy on her, Lord. Strengthen her, Lord. Strengthen her, Lord. Whatever she's going through, Lord, Lord, whatever she needs to deal with, Lord, I pray that she would surrender it to you, Lord, and that as she surrenders to you, you would strengthen her and empower her, Lord, Lord, to, to have victory and to conquer, Lord, whatever needs to be dealt with in her life, Father. Lord, she said, Lord, that she was born a Christian, but really she was born in a Christian family, Lord, but she but she backslid, Lord. But, Lord, she tonight, Lord, she tonight, Lord, she just dedicates her life again. Nelia, do you dedicate your life to the Lord again tonight? Do you reaffirm Amen. your love and your, your commitment to Jesus Christ tonight? Absolutely. So, Lord, as she commits, recommits her life to you, Lord, I pray, Father, that you would that you just restore her power through the Holy Spirit. Lord, give her back the power to live victoriously in you, Lord. Lord, restore, Lord, all that needs to be restored. Empower her, Lord, as she needs to be empowered to walk in this in this life, Lord, victorious, Lord, overcoming every trial, every temptation, every circumstance, and every situation, Lord, through the power of Jesus Christ. We are not alone, Lord. You didn't call us to do this alone. You called, you gave us the, the Holy Spirit, Lord, to walk side by side, to live in us and give us power. So I pray for Nelia, Lord, that you do according to your will in her life and that she would glorify your name. And we Thank pray so in much. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Nelia. God bless you, too. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Oh, that is amazing. You know, that how, how awesome is God that he provides exactly what we need when we need it. Let's go back to the phone lines. We want to talk to, to, to Ronnie. Hi, Ronnie. You're on the air. How can we help you? All right. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing okay, man. How are you doing? All right. Not too good. Okay. How can we help you? Um, I want to pray for... Uh, for my family, my so-called uh-huh. uh 
also want to praise my uncle that's still in the coma for over 18 years. Okay. And I just want to pray that, you know, the world that God can make the world better. Amen. Bring the people closer to him instead of passing away and Amen. dying. Amen. So they come to the Lord and receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. We come to your to the to, to, to your throne and your mercy seat, Lord. We come, Lord, to, to receive your 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 blessing, Lord, and your power, Mugodel. We come to receive, Lord, all that you have to do, Father. And I pray for Ronnie Mugodel. We pray, Mugodel, that your abundant blessings would be in their life, Mugodel. That all that you desire to do, Mugodel, all that's in your will, Mugodel, would be done according, Lord, to your grace, your love, and your mercy in their life, Mugodel. That you would lead them and guide them into all righteousness, that they would walk according to your will and your purpose and your desire for their life, and that all things would be done for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Ronnie. God bless you too, Sam. Good night. Well, praise the Lord. Praise God. God is awesome. And he is at work. His his power, his strength, his 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 his, his He is able to do all that he, all that, that that we need him to do, that we desire him to do. But it must be done according to his will. We must surrender to his will. And that's what we're talking about tonight, really. Are we surrendering to God's will? Are we dealing with what God wants us to deal with here on this earth? You know, what are the things we're holding on to? What are the things that are holding on to us? What are the things we need to deal with? What does God want us to deal with here on this earth? You know, these things, you know, do, do, do we think that they'll be done away with the moment we leave this earth? Do we think that we'll be perfected at the rapture? You know, what's going to happen to these things? You know, and I'm talking about stuff like pride, hatred unforgiveness, you know, gossip, the things in our life that, that we know that, that, that God wants us to deal with. You know, the unforgiveness, when we hold grudges, you know, when we refuse to forgive, when we can't get rid of the, 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 the hatred, the, the hurt, what things that people have done to us, bitterness, you know, and then there's a pride thinking that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm better than somebody. Or I'm greater than so. You know, the Bible tells us, don't think better of yourself than you should. But we all need to deal with these things. Hatred, pride, bitterness, unforgiveness, gossip. You know, and that's not saying anything of the habits that, 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 that people have, uh, the addictions that people have, drinking, drugs, smoking, and, and the other vices. I mean, you can, we can name, we can have a whole program just listing vices and things that, that, that Christians do that we shouldn't be doing. But we seem to think that these things will be dealt with not here on this earth. We think that they'll be dealt with some other way. You know, a lot of, a lot of Christians hold to 1 Corinthians 15 that says, that, uh, it says, Now I say, brethren, that flesh and blood will not enter the, inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. 
In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For this perishable must put on imperishable, and the mortal must put on immortality. But when this perishable will have put on imperishable, and this mortal will have put on immortality, then will come about the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. A lot of Christians are holding on to the scripture and thinking that all of our our vices, all of our problems, all of the stuff that we need to deal with on this earth is all going to be dealt with, and we're going to be perfected at the rapture, or the moment we, we, we enter into the kingdom of God. Well, what is the scripture saying? Can we really read this into the scripture because it doesn't say that it says the perishable will in, will become imperishable and the mortal will become immortal in other words perishable means like a piece of fruit that 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 that, that if you leave it out it's going to get rotten well these bodies get old and worn out and they're perishable they're going to die but someday we're going to be imperishable our bodies are not going to die anymore we're going to live forever Mortal means that you're going to die. It, it's mortal. It goes so long and then, then, then something dies. Immortal means to live forever. It doesn't say perfect. You know, notice that it says changed from perishable to imperishable, not perfect from imperfect. You know, that happens here. You know, the victory that's talking about here is the victory over sin and it's one through Jesus Christ here in this life. We have the victory over sin in this life through Jesus Christ. And that's called sanctification. You know, when we're saved, we are justified, the Bible says. Just as if I've never sinned. We're justified before the Lord. Our position before the God, before the God of universe is that we are justified. He's forgiven us from sin. He's given us his grace and his mercy. But sanctified means that as we live this life, we deal with our stuff. We deal with the things on this earth that need to be dealt with. By the renewing of our minds, the Bible tells us. By the renewing of our minds. You know, there's so much stuff that we need to deal with. And I mentioned, you know, hatred, pride, bitterness, unforgiveness, uh, the sin of gossip, you know, the, 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 the habits and addictions that we, that we acquire here on earth, uh, drinking, smoking, gambling, vices that need to be dealt with, that need to be, to be done away with in our life. You know, these are the things that God wants to free us from. He wants to sanctify us. He wants to renew us. He wants to change the way we think. In Romans 12, it says, Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed. Here we go. Do not be conformed. Don't be like this world. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Be changed by the renewing of your mind. Change the way you think. Change the, 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 the way you are. Deal with the stuff that you need to deal with. As Christians, we need to deal with the stuff. It says, do not be conformed to the world. Don't be like the world. Don't act like the world. Don't fit into the world, but be transformed from the world by the renewing of our minds so that you may prove 
what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Jesus is calling on us. He calls us to be renewed here on this earth. Deal with our stuff here in this earth. In this life, with him. He is our power. He is our our ability. Jesus calls us to be renewed here on this earth, in this life, with him as our power, through his grace. It's his grace and his power that's able to work the work in us. Jesus is calling us to let go. Let go of all the things that are trying to keep us from the abundant life. Jesus said in John 10.10 that he has come to give us life and life more abundant. He came to give us the abundant life, the life free from addiction, the life free from the power of sin, life that's free from hatred and bitterness. You know, what good is it to hold on to hatred? What good is it to hold on to bitterness? You know, you're not hurting the other person, really. You're not getting back at the other person. That other person probably doesn't even know that you hate them or that you're bitter, that you're holding this offense against them. But Jesus has to deal with it. When you remember that somebody has an offense against you, he says, when you come to the altar, leave your gift there and go and make amends with your brother. Paul tells us, in in so much as it is within our power to live at peace with all men, God is telling us, he's showing us to deal with the stuff that we need to deal with, to live in peace with everyone, to owe no one except to love. Owe no one a debt. The Bible teaches us not to owe anything except the debt that can be paid. That's love. That we would love our neighbor as we love ourselves. You know, the rules and the regulations can all be summed up. Jesus said, this is the greatest commandment, to love the Lord your God with all your strength, with all your power, with all your mind, and to love each other. Love God and love each other. You know, what is it that we're holding on to? What is it that we can't live without? What is it that you won't give up? Not that you can't give up, that you won't give up, you won't surrender to God. Ask yourselves, what's going on? What do I need to deal with? And then deal with it. Deal with it because God wants us to deal with it. What do you think Christ would say? What do you think Jesus would say about the stuff you need to deal with? Don't wait. Remember, remember, he is the truth. He is the way. And don't think you have to do it by yourself. Don't think you have to do it on your own. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. The Psalms tell us, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will do it. He will bring forth your righteousness to the light, and he will bring forth and, and in your judgment to the noonday. You know, in Psalm 121 says, I will lift up my eyes to the mountains. From where shall my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. You can do it. You can do it. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're not alone. You're not alone, and he is able and abundant. He is able beyond what you need. So I pray, Mordad, that we would come to you with our stuff, that we would come to you with things, Lord, that need to be dealt with, 
that we would allow you to sanctify us. Lord, as we recommit our lives to you tonight, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would strengthen us, empower us, and give us victory over this stuff, over these things, Lord, to try and hold on to us. Lord, I pray that we wouldn't hold on to anything, but that we would surrender everything to you, Lord. I pray for each and every prayer request and need, Father. I pray that you would just, out of your grace and your mercy, through your abundance, Lord, bestow your blessings and your healings upon each and every one of us. I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Well, that's our program for tonight. I hope you enjoyed tonight's program, tonight's message. And don't forget, be in church. Today is Sunday. Be in your Father's house. Be in church. Wherever you go to church, go and seek the Lord. Bring a sacrifice of praise and worship and receive his word. And then we'll be back here. Don't forget about the Harvest Crusade tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. And then we'll be back here next uh, Saturday night at midnight. And there will be the Friday night uh, prayer meetings at 8. So a lot of things to do, a lot of things going on. Be in the Lord. We'll see you next week. God bless you and good night. The Gypsy Christian Hour was sponsored by GCH Ministries on 99.5 KKLA. If you'd like to contact GCH Ministries, here is their P.O. Box address. GCH Ministries, P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Again, that's GCH Ministries, P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.